Anyone can hide from their problems. Anyone can stick their head in the sand. But facing them and working through them will make you strong. This is the Prepare for Awesome podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate, and empower you to strive higher, push further, give more, do more, be more, as you become all you can possibly become. It's the science of motivation. Hi everyone, this is the Prepare for Awesome podcast, episode number 10. I can hardly believe we've already got to episode number 10. It's fantastic. My name is Vic Williams and I'll be your host for the next 15-20 minutes as I share with you some ideas that are designed to educate you, inspire you, motivate you and empower you in your daily life. To encourage you to live a life worth living, not one that is filled with endless pursuits that will have no lasting value or legacy. On today's show, we'll be talking about facing your problems, challenges and past mistakes. I read a quote recently from an unknown source. It said, face your problems head on and never turn your back on them. Because it isn't your problems that define you, but how you react to them and recover from them that defines you and makes you who you will become. For me, that's powerful stuff if you get it. If you understand what that quote is all about, that is powerful stuff. You see, we all face challenges and have problems. You can't go through life without them. They are there just as much as oxygen is there. It just is, and so are they. Someone once said, uh, problems and challenges are like weeds. They grow whether you want them or not. However, what we find is that so many people run from their problems, not realizing that their problems will always follow them. And as a result, they never stop running. They run from people they don't like or people who don't like them. They run from bad memories or places which bring back bad memories. They run from financial issues and relationship issues. One morning back in the day, um, I woke up and realized that I'd been running from my problems. At the time, my running took the form of alcohol abuse, um, rum in particular. And by the time I realized that I I had been running from smaller problems in my life, I'd run into an even bigger problem. That problem was called Red Heart Rum. In fact, it was a liter of Red Heart Rum every day for well over six months. Um, yeah, the problem um, got so big, um, it, yeah, it had evolved to the point where I would stop off each evening on the way home from work uh, I was in the Air Force at the time and I traveled from the Air Force base back to the accommodation I was living at and there was a, um, a, a place you could buy alcohol, a bottle store we called it in those days, um, along the route. And I would stop at the at the bottle store and buy myself a, a new bottle of, of Red Hot Rum and I would take that home with me. But before going to sleep that evening, I would finish the bottle I'd bought the previous day. Um, and in the morning, before getting out of bed, I would crack the seal on the on the new bottle that I bought 
as I said the evening before, and have a drink of it to help me get going in the morning. And yeah, the problem had grown quite extensively, but I'd become an expert in hiding my habit, not only from my friends and work colleagues, but also from my family. Now, in the Air Force at the time, many of the non-flying personnel <laughs> and a few of the flying personnel on the base had, had some serious alcohol issues. So as long as I never appeared to be drinking in public, the smell of alcohol, or particularly the smell of rum, would often be blamed on somebody else, and I never took responsibility for it. However, there came a morning, um, as there almost inevitably does when you run from your problems, that I woke um, at my usual time, um, normally before the alarm went off, and I was struck by the memory or by the thought of I had not bought my, my bottle of rum the previous evening because I'd worked late and by the time I was on the way home, the bottle store was closed. Uh, in those days, back in the 1980s in South Africa, they used to close at um, 6 o'clock, I think it was, or 5 o'clock. Um, so it was closed and I wasn't able to buy my, my normal bottle. And eventually I was able to drag myself out of bed and, and get into the bathroom. And I was confronted by a very old, grey-faced 21-year-old uh, as I looked at myself in the mirror. And while I was staring at myself in the mirror, I came face to face with the fact that I'd been running from my problems uh, for most of that period of my life. While I was standing there, I also made the decision that this had to come to an end. And I made the decision that I was going to go to work, but I was going to head off straight to the Sergeant Major's office and, and ask him for help. Uh, because I, I recognized that I needed it. Fortunately, he was available. And uh, although he was um, a <laughs> right royal pain in the rear end, um, he, had that, he had enough compassion uh, and understanding to help me and get me booked into a an alcohol rehab for for two weeks and those two weeks were the period in time i was able to start facing the problems head on and start recognizing the things that were going on and here's what i want to say to you whatever it is you are running from there is hope whether those problems are large or small long-term ongoing issues or, or something that, that happened yesterday. You can turn around and face them head on. Now, the solutions and results to you turning around and facing your problems may not be evident overnight. And I'm not suggesting that your problems will disappear because they probably won't. But by facing your current problems head on, they'll not become baggage that you drag around with you for the rest of your life. For some people, um, it may be a boss who's a, just an outright idiot. While for someone else, it could be um, an always empty bank account. While there's somebody else down the road who's struggling with a breakdown of a long-term relationship. And yet for someone else, it could be a scary health issue that they found out about today. And I don't want to diminish your problems or challenges. But they don't have to define you. There's an old African proverb that says, smooth seas don't make for skillful sailors. And what you want to become is a skillful sailor in the boat called your life. The question though is how? 
how do you face your problems head on? How do you make that turnaround and face them head on? And, and then how do you overcome them? Well, if you ask my, <laughs> my great friend, Mr. Google, you'll find that there are approximately 621 million responses to the question, how do I face my problems head on? So it seems like uh, just about everyone and his grandmother has a solution for you and me. But realistically, it will probably be different for every one of us. However, having faced uh, a bunch of problems uh, throughout my life, a bunch of challenges, some small, some huge, massive issues, but most of them kind of in the middle of the road, there are these six things that I've come up with that have helped me to face my problems head on. And I want to share those with you. And um, yeah, I, I think they can help you. So number one is identify the problem and the cause. Though this might be uh, an obvious thing, most people never begin anywhere and act as if the problem does not exist. By not identifying the problem or the cause of that problem, you have begun that process of running from it, of burying your head in the sand. When I confronted um, my gray-faced 21-year-old self, I had to understand what had led me to that point before I could deal with it. By identifying the problem and what has caused the issue, you have made a strong start to overcoming it. You'll have put, out, put it kind of out in front of you where you can confront it and begin to deal with it. By understanding the cause of the problem, you'll have a better understanding of how you can deal with it and the route you need to take to ensure that it is completely resolved. That's number one. So number two is to write it down. This seems to make it more real. And as you write, you'll find you gaining understanding of the issues better. Whether they're large or small, particularly the bigger issues, you'll begin to understand them better and how they came about. Now, don't get me wrong. This could be the hardest part of you facing your problems, as it could start to raise some ugly memories, depending on the depth and the size of the problem you're dealing with. However, it can be extremely helpful as you could start to uh, develop the answers and solutions you need to these issues. As I wrote down the challenges I faced at the time, I found the answers to why certain things had happened and began to understand how I, uh, how I could put a plan in place to deal with this huge challenge I faced. And remember, this need not be something that you share with the world or share with anyone, in fact. I found that by writing it down and then sharing it with a very close friend who was um, a good confidant, I knew he would never tell anybody. Um, it helped me. But you don't need to share it with anybody. Um, and it's only now, in, in later years, that I'm actually becoming a little bit more open about this issue and about some of the problems that my drinking caused. So that's number two. Number three, decide on the best solution and course of action. So now that you've identified the issue and understand the cause and have written it down, you can begin to develop solutions and a course of action. For some smaller problems, it may be as simple as, I don't know, just picking up the phone and restructuring your debt that may have fallen due and you now can't pay. For someone else, the problem uh, may mean making an appointment with a therapist. 
But whatever the problem is and whatever size the problem has or is, you need to have a plan of action that is going to work for you. Finding a solution and putting the plan in place is not always as simple as it sounds. But again, it's part of the process of dealing with and facing up to your problem. So that's number three. Decide on the best solution and the course of action you're going to take. Number four, make a conscious decision to be strong in the face of these issues and not to run away. It is not enough to simply identify uh, the issue, understand the causes, or even write them down. It's not enough to decide on a solution and a course of action. If you truly want to face these issues and deal with them, you have to make a conscious decision that you will follow through on your plan right to the end and stick with it until you've sorted the problem out and you have won. See, the power of facing and overcoming your problem does not lie in the problem itself, does not lie in identifying it or understanding it or writing and planning. The power in facing your problem and overcoming it lies in the decision you're making and the way in which you execute those decisions. Facing your problems head on or running away from them is your decision. And no one other than you has the power to make that decision. Only you can do it. But the decision you make can make a massive difference in your future. So that's number four. Number five Take the appropriate action as you've identified it. Okay, so now you have all these problems out in front of you. Big ones, small ones, um, in-between ones. And you understand the causes behind them. You've written out a plan and you have made the decision to deal with them. Now is the time to execute on those plans and those decisions. This is where literally the tire meets the road. And you need courage and strength. For some issues, it could be overcoming the fear of your solution being rejected or the fear of actually making the phone call. While for other problems, it could be the fear of the potential long-term consequences of somebody finding out about your problem. However, Nelson Mandela said this, I learned that courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And taking action is all about overcoming fear. Be brave and have courage. So that's number five. Take the appropriate action that you've identified. Number six, recognize problems and challenges are not final. Whether the problems and challenges uh, you are facing are made of your own doing, or of the doings of other people. They are not the termination of your life. They are not the final word of, on your life, or need not be the final word on your life. They are similar to issues that, which occur to people all around the world all the time. People get into debt. They get divorced. They make bad decisions in business and in life. It is a normal part of life to have problems and challenges. Some of the problems you face Maybe things that should not be a normal part of life, but the problem is yours to overcome. It's there in front of you. If you don't deal with it, nobody else will. Problems and challenges are not final. You can always get up and move forward. Remember, your life is your story. And if you don't like the way the chapter is being written, 
then you can change it and rewrite it. It is your decision. So this week, I want to encourage you to look at those problems that you have, those challenges that you face, and begin the process of dealing with them by identifying them and looking at the causes, writing them out, and, and making decisions that you are going to deal with them and overcome them, and then take the appropriate action. And remember and recognize that problems and challenges are not final. They are not fatal. They are part of life, and you can deal with them. So that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to chatting with you again uh, in the next episode. I am grateful for your time. I really do appreciate the time you take to listen to these podcasts. And I would appreciate your comments. I would appreciate you writing to let me know about your story. So yeah, go over to LinkedIn, connect with me, send me your stuff, send me your information. Let me know how life is, is working for you. And I hope that this week you have a fantastic week, a week in which you feel empowered and encouraged.